and you lost weight. You're like, oh, that diet worked for me. That's cool. But then you end up gaining it all back. That diet didn't work for you. One, two, three, four. You're listening to Massive Potential, the only show you'll need to start leveling up in your life. It's time to get shredded, time to take massive steps ahead in your life, and tap into that untapped potential of yours. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Massive Potential with your boy, Aaron Stevenson. And today we're going to be breaking down the best diet for you. But I actually want to start out with this hard truth that's going to challenge a lot of you. And that is, if you've done a diet before and lost weight and you tell yourself it worked, for example, let's say you tried keto, let's say you tried intermittent fasting and you lost weight, you're like, oh, that diet worked for me. That's cool. But then you end up gaining it all back that diet didn't work for you. And the reason being is that a diet is supposed to change your behaviors, your routines, the way you approach your nutrition as a whole. And if you can't sustain the results that you got, that means you didn't either learn from the diet or it wasn't the best fit for you and your lifestyle. And so something, there was a mismatch there of some sort, or it could have been a mix mix of both, but a diet is supposed to support your long-term results. And so The reality is a lot of you guys are viewing fitness or nutrition or diet or weight loss as a game, a game with a start and an end. You say, oh, right now I'm 220 pounds. I would love to get to 200 and then the game's over, but that's not how it works. There's so many other things we do in life that that is how that works, right? You can do stuff for a short period of time and then it's kind of over, you know, even just think of a board game, right? Like there are set rules with a set objective, and there is a set criteria for how you win. But that's not how fitness works. Fitness isn't this thing that you can do for a year, for three years, for three months, and say, oh, I reached my goal, the game's over, because it doesn't work like that. Your fitness is one of those things that you cannot neglect because it's going to be part of you. It's a huge, massive part of you and plays a role in your entire life plays a role in how much time you'll be able to spend with your kids later in life. It plays a role in how long you're going to live. It plays a role in how objectively good your life is going overall and, and how, how, to what extent you're able to experience life to the fullest, because we all can agree when we're healthier, when we feel better, when we're, when things are going well in that direction, a lot of the other areas of our life also tend to do well at, on top of that. And so it's important to realize that fitness isn't this objective game where there's a start and an end. And that's the same thing with your diet. It shouldn't be something where you're like, oh, I'm going to do this for the next two months, three months, six months, and then it's over. Then I can go back to my old ways. Because if you're going back to your old ways and you're gaining the weight and you're doing this yo-yo over and over and over and over, why are you even playing the game in the first place? Maybe you're playing the game wrong. And so that's what I wanted to challenge you guys with today. So essentially, whether you've tried keto, Mediterranean diet, carnivore, fasting, Atkins, no sugar, whatever that is, blah, 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 blah. There's all these diets out there and everyone's like, I'm confused. I don't know what to do with my diet, but you're, you're thinking about the wrong thing. I want you to approach your diet, to approach your fitness in a way where you can change your behaviors in the process. You can change your beliefs. You can change your routines because as you approach your diet, as you pick 
any diet that fits for you because there is so many of them out there. Go ahead, try some of them. But when you're about to try them or when you do research about them, I want you to think, could you sustain this for the rest of your life? If I chose to go down this path, let's let's use carnivore for an example since it's pretty it's, it's a pretty extreme diet. If I only wanted to eat meat for the rest of my entire life, is that something that I could do? And most of you, that answer is going to be no. Because there's no way, unless you're completely fooled and lying to yourself, that you're not going to enjoy desserts for birthdays, or you're not going to go out with friends, or XYZ fill in the blank. It's not something that you probably could do forever. And if it's not something that you can do forever, it's not worth doing at all. Yo, I got to interrupt for just a second just to say thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. If you're getting value, which I hope you are, I'd love for you to share this on your IG story and tag me at a.j.steph so I can personally thank you for supporting the show. All right, let's get back to it. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing long term. And so at least in my personal opinion, right? Because everybody's different. And I just want to want to preface it by saying that in my personal opinion, I believe the best approach for most people is what we call flexible dieting. And so we can call it flexible dieting. We can call it 80-20. We could call it macro tracking. It's all essentially the same thing. But essentially how it works is you have a calorie goal. Maybe you're trying to hit a protein goal as well. And, and you can get as nuanced as you want in this. Again, what works best for you. So if just a calorie goal works for you, awesome. If a calorie goal and a protein goal works for you, awesome. If you want to get more nuanced and think about even more of your macros, like your carbs and your fat, awesome. But how you're going to approach that is you're essentially just trying to hit that calorie goal on a daily basis and then go from there. And and the thing is too, like some people I've heard the argument as well is I don't want to track my macros every single day. I'm going to get too obsessive over it. I, 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 I just feel like I'm, I'm just going to freak out about the numbers. Cool. Then scale it back even more. Track one weekday, track one weekend, because the reality is your weekends probably look a little different than your weekdays and your weekdays probably look pretty similar to one another because you probably have the same routine in terms of you wake up, you eat the breakfast that you eat every day, you go to work, you probably grab similar things for lunch, you come home, you might have a, a small variety in your dinner, but it all looks relatively the same. And so if you can do that, then that's something that you can do long term. 80-20, if, the, if you wanted to call it that, it's just 80% of the foods that you're eating are coming from good, healthy, nutritious sources. You're not out there eating junk or crap all the time. You're eating stuff that is actually going to fuel your body, stuff that you would look at and be like, hmm, this is actually a good choice. And then 20% of the time, enjoy those chips. Enjoy that ice cream. Enjoy the pizza. Enjoy the burgers. Enjoy the fries. Do stuff like that. Enjoy your life. Guys, food is good. I'm not, the, I'm not here to lecture you and say, don't eat anything unhealthy ever again and only eat healthy stuff going forward. Food is good. I enjoy food. We all enjoy food. We definitely can get enjoyment out of food, especially the unhealthy stuff. It usually is more enjoyable. That's why we like it more. But just have it in a little bit more of a controlled manner so that you can live your life to the fullest extent, stay healthy, stay at a good rate, and continue growing from there and keep it sustainable so that this isn't something that you just do for a month. This isn't something that you just do for a year. This is something that you can just keep on your mind for the rest of your life. And heck, 
when you do it for a year, three years, five years, it probably becomes a natural habit, a natural routine. You don't even have to think about it and you'll get better at it in the process. But if you're looking for that short fix, that quick fix, that short-term result, that get me results overnight type of thing, you're chasing the shiny object. And that shiny object is not what you're actually ultimately looking for as your end goal, because your end goal likely isn't just to get to that weight goal that you set for yourself. Your end goal isn't just to hit a certain number on the scale. Your end goal and realistically would be as soon as you hit that goal, you either want to maintain or continue making progress forward. And so if you're not doing either one of those, then something's wrong with your approach. And so you need to change that. And so in that process, in the dieting process, no matter what diet you end up choosing, whatever diet ends up fitting with you and your lifestyle and is sustainable and is something that you can maintain, I want you to also think about the fact that your identity needs to change in the process. And the reason I say that is because if you view yourself as, I'll use, I'll use myself for an example. Let me, let me back up. If I grew up skinny. If I always viewed myself as a skinny person, I was all, I would always act in alignment with that. And so that would mean that I, I couldn't eat many meals. I, I, I wasn't ever that hungry. I too much food. I have a fast metabolism. Everything was going to be excuses or, or reasons on why I needed to stay with that identity. But the reality is we need to shift that identity of how you view yourself. So if you view yourself as an unhealthy person, and then you try to do a diet, and that identity doesn't change, you eventually go back to those old behaviors of being an unhealthy person because your actions are always going to reflect with your identity. And so you need to essentially work on the mindset around viewing yourself as a healthy person in the process because a healthy person chooses better options nutritionally, chooses to prioritize making time to work out, chooses the higher protein option versus the super fatty thing. And ultimately, if you can do that, then you can change your entire life. And so that's all I got for you guys today. Remember that long-term is always going to be beneficial. Something worth doing should be worth doing long-term. And I hope that you guys have the best day of your entire life. I hope you got some value from today's episode. And I'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Massive Potential. If you'd like to learn how to start packing on muscle, how to lose the body fat for good, and how to start leveling up in your life, DM me the word fit on my IG at a.j.steph, and I'll personally see if I can help you out. Have the best day of your entire life, and God bless.